Hi guys, I'm Frankie, and I'm here to introduce a new podcast for your listening pleasure called the Dead Sidekicks Podcast. That's sidekicks like Robin, Bucky, and all the little helpers that the superheroes have, like Superboy, uh, Supergirl, I don't know, she's just like a, a cousin, I guess. But uh, mainly, I'm just here to talk about comics, comic book movies, TV shows, and all things that relate to being a nerd, uh, for the most part. But the main coverage on this podcast will be comic books, because I love them, they get me through trouble, and they put me into trouble, because I'm a really big collector, and a cosplayer, and none of that is cheap or easy to do at times. I've been reading comics most of my lives, my life. I don't know about multiple lives. That's a, a different topic for a different event. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Maybe there's a parallel universe out there that we do have multiple lives where we can remember and access through them. So, yeah, maybe I have been uh, reading comic books for, the, for multiple lives, but who knows? I'm just here to talk, and this is our very first episode or issue. Volume one, issue one. <laughs> uh, volume one, if if we don't get canceled. <laughs> Just joking. That's a uh, series one. Um, but yeah, as you guys seen lately, comic books have seen a boost because of the movies, the shows, and sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Sometimes we don't like what is put on our TV screens, our movie screens. Or what we see, and I'm here to uncover that. I'm here to tell you guys what what happened in the comic, and what went different. A lot, a lot of stuff goes differently, uh, especially in movies. And in the community itself, there's a lot of changes. Uh, recently, Captain America is now a Hydra agent. <laughs> he has been a Hydra agent since ever. They're saying uh, this could be a really good way to piss off a lot of fans a lot of fans that have been reading the comic for years i've been reading captain america for years and uh i was a little upset it did uh, piss me off a bit but it's comics stuff happens in comics especially time travel uh mind swaps uh there's been times where red skull maybe sometimes have been in captain america's body and maybe this is it maybe because he got his powers through the Infinity Gauntlet or Infinity Stones. No, sorry, not the Infinity Stones. It was the Cosmic Cube. He got his he got his strength and all that back by by a Cosmic Cube. So something cosmic he could happen. You never know. We'll see how the story goes on. I mean, he was shot and killed, but he time traveled, so he wasn't killed. This is not something that is strange or new in comic books but i'd like to see where the twist goes i'd like to see where the story goes maybe it's just a ploy maybe it's just a trick who knows i'd like to find out i'm not going to burn my copy of captain america steve rogers um issue one uh, but if you do my my issue is more worth money now more money and it's a variant issue so Go ahead, burn your copies, and I get more money from that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I do need the money. Um, another thing 
talk about tonight. Probably be a brief episode. I will have a co-host, usually one of my friends. Um, if I don't have a co-host, I have a guest. And our topics will be about comic book storylines they like, um, characters that they like, uh, recommending them to other characters or other comics or series that they would, might like, or even just talking about how comics have affected their lives or what they like and don't like. And just getting to know new people that maybe you haven't heard about or are discovering. I'm a cosplayer, so I would have cosplay friends. And I have friends that are comics. Not the not the reading comics, but the comics that tell the jokes. Uh, and I have friends that sing. I have friends that do a lot of things. And I'll bring them on and we'll talk. And I have friends that uh, are like, they talk about feelings and stuff that, that kind of psychology stuff and uh it'd be nice to know some uh inner workings of the human brain when it comes to comics and why we choose these comics and why they uh, comfort us because we all go through times in our lives where we don't think the best or we're depressed lonely or have anxiety and comics help us they've helped me through a lot of troubles so I'm here to help you help yourself. Uh, I'm not a doctor, not a scientist, God forbid. I'm a scientist. But, you know, just here to talk about stuff I love, and hopefully you love it too. If my nicely toned voice sounds familiar, I used to do another podcast uh, with other people, and I am no longer with those people. And I no longer do that podcast because it was stopped for a brief moment and it got rebooted and then that reboot didn't happen so now the third reboot's happening and that's it i'm no longer a part of that and i don't want to discuss them because that's was a very short time in my life and i'm over it i'm here now with this brand new podcast and i'll get into more comic book babbling <laughs> in a second uh a new movie has come out. Many of you guys have seen it. Many of you guys liked it. I did not like it. I was not a fan of X-Men Apocalypse. The sixth standalone X-Men movie. The third in this series slash saga. And it is the fourth that Brian Singer has directed. Uh, my issues is that I know a lot of the X-Men history. I know a lot of the X-Men characters. And I've watched the show since I was a kid. I read the comics since I was a kid. I know deeper things than the average moviegoer or someone who's experienced X-Men for the first time. So I didn't have like a veil or I wasn't going in there open-minded I was closed-minded because I know the characters I love I know the characters and the stories that they're in and this just wasn't a story and these weren't the characters I could fall in love with a lot of you guys do like this movie because of nostalgia um, overall if I was seeing this movie I think it's okay it's a borderline good movie um but 
I know the history and I know a lot of things here and a lot of the stuff didn't make sense. It was inconsistent. The timelines were just fucked up and I can't, can't buy that. I couldn't buy that. Havoc is Scott's brother. Uh, they are in the comics. That's <laughs> not a far-fetched truth, but they made a point in Days of Future Past. Or sorry, in First Class to say that it's a Mars. That's with an A instead of an E for Summers. And that they weren't related and they weren't going to pull that on us. Brian Singer, I guess, didn't read the memo or plainly just didn't care and made them related. How is a 30 to 40-year-old the brother of an 18-year-old? Well, about 16 to 18-year-old in the movie. I don't know. But they made that happen. I get it. They're orphans. They didn't say they were orphans in the movie, so you can interpret that the parents were still alive. Uh, it wasn't said that he was a runaway, so who knows? Maybe he is. Maybe this will make sense in the fourth movie of this series. Um, do I want to find out? Do I want to see? Uh, not really. I am just not a fan of this. It's... <laughs> You underuse Apocalypse, which will hap- which is what happened in the movie, and that's just something that I couldn't understand. <laughs> Why do you hype up a character like Apocalypse, someone that is one of the worst, one of the biggest and baddest characters in not just the X-Men universe, but the Marvel universe, and you delegate him to some guy that just wants to destroy the world? I mean, it goes deeper than that. It uh, They mentioned it briefly, but it's basically a survival of the fittest with him. And a lot of his powers, a lot of the way he got his powers was different. Um, some of it stood true, and some of it very differed. Differed very lot. I know that didn't make sense, but it just wasn't my apocalypse. And, you know, people are fine with that. People are just fine with watching the movie with the characters and what I like to call buzzwords that they can affiliate themselves with, but I can't I can't just go to a movie theater and say, hey, this is a good movie, this is worth watching, and I'm going to stay here and watch it. I can't do that. That's not me. Um, a lot of the stuff that people found good or mind-blowing, I didn't find so good. <laughs> the scenes I did like, though, were Quicksilver scenes. They were the best in the movie, which was... Not hard to be. It uh, was nice, the little mansion exploding, which the mansion always explodes. Come on, give me a break now. Uh, the mansion can just take a break for a couple and rebuild itself and be fine. But no, we got to blow it up for some reason. Uh, there was a lot of nods, a lot of Easter eggs. A lot of people like the movie because of the nods and Easter eggs. But I, I liked them. I got them. I just didn't care for it. Wolverine also was another scene that I liked. Uh, not just that he was Wolverine, but it was Weapon X Wolverine. And it was awesome. He had his helmet. He had the gear he had as Weapon X. And when he escaped, I went berserker mode on the facility. Uh, he even sensed the tension between him and Jean Grey, which hopefully happens in the future. Who knows? 
and then the movie for the most part after that just didn't feel like something I could get into I it's hard to explain I just I couldn't live through nostalgia with my eyes and I didn't see the nostalgia everyone saw Psylocke only had three lines she was an underused character too many characters uh, that weren't developed or used properly like Jubilee who yes I know is worthless was made even more worthless um, there is a deleted scene I hear that she uses her powers, but that's not seen in the movie. Uh, why mention it? Why put it in there if you're not going to use it? Another person that I saw and thought was good, actually, was Magneto. Uh, his storyline was interesting. I'd like to see a little bit more. Uh, some people were saying his daughter was a nod to Wanda. Uh, A.K.A. the Scarlet Witch. They had to work around the whole Marvel legal right thing. But I don't think it is. I think it's maybe his other children. He's had... what They made it seem like he had three children throughout the comics. He just depends on what you're reading or what continuity you're reading. Uh, But then it turns out that none of them are his children. So who knows? Who knows if the movies stay like that and it turns out Quicksilver isn't Magneto's son, which it may be. I also didn't like when between those two, uh, Quicksilver didn't say that, hey, you're my father. And they didn't talk and explain that. I think that would have ended the third act a little faster. Also, the big thing that people were caught off guard with in this movie was of how early the Phoenix Force was presented. The Phoenix Force was presented pretty late in the film. It's more towards the third act, and yeah, it happens. It it shows up. <laughs> Jean Grey has the Phoenix Force uh, in the final battle with Apocalypse and Professor Xavier. Uh, she shows off that she has this embodiment of the Phoenix Force in her, and she basically destroys Apocalypse. It was a team battle, so everyone helped out, but she was the main force to kill him. And I cheered, but, you know, after a while, I'm just like, really? It's kind of early to to show that, especially if you're going to show the transformation into the Phoenix Force. Uh, They could have hinted it. They did hint it at it early in the movie, but... If you didn't have a keen eye or if you just didn't know the history, you wouldn't know. I seen seen it and I was like, okay, they might bring this in. And I was like, I'll be interested in watching that because they didn't explain it. And then at the end of the movie, they freaking use it. Other character that I didn't see used too well was Storm. Somehow they didn't explain it though, but somehow they made it seem like she was from Egypt. Uh, Storm is from Africa, but she's not from Egypt. She's not from that part of Africa. So, it's just weird. She had an accent, unlike Halle Berry, and people like that. She had the mohawk, which is fine. Uh, she wasn't born with gray hair. <laughs> she got it by Apocalypse, giving her powers, enhanced powers, and that was okay I guess I didn't 
like that they did that, but whatever. Um, also, Apocalypse gave Magneto powers that made him seem more like, I want to say Polaris. He seemed more like Polaris because he was able to um, manipulate the, not the poles, but he was able to manipulate the, the magnetism of the earth. Not the pole, but, you know, he was able to grab dirt and actually start making buildings and destroying stuff because of that. Because he was able to manipulate dirt because dirt and the planet Earth has some magnetism to it. And that's what they were doing. That's what he did. So, that was interesting to see. Uh, All in all, Beast was okay. I, I have no real big problem with Beast in this movie. But, uh, Professor X, I think... Uh, they got the wrong actor. I don't like this actor that plays Professor X. I thought he was a douchebag. Always mind-wiping people and just being a, a prick. Uh, but I guess you do see his transformation in this movie from an asshole to the Professor... Pro- man, I can't speak to the Professor X that we know and love. Uh, I still think John Stewart is one of the better Professor X, but he can also act. He's done a lot of movies. He's done theater, so he knows what he's doing. Uh, I don't know about this guy. I can't remember his name. I know the last name is McAvoy, and I just don't like him. I don't like him as Professor X. Mystique, her performance was very mannequin-y. I wouldn't say mannequin. It just it was chewed in. Um, you can tell that Jennifer Lawrence is not into the series anymore, that she wants out. She was barely in her mutant form throughout the movie. So that shows you that she doesn't want to be there anymore. She doesn't want to do the makeup, which I get. It's a long process. Um, I don't know how many hours she's in the makeup chair, but she didn't want to be there anymore. And she used the cat suit before the times that she was shown, um, I guess, in the nude or in her blue skin. Uh, you can tell. I could tell that there was a suit. There was a break by the neck. Um, CGI in this film was not good. There was a lot of it as well. Um, they also teased the Sentinels again. They gave us good Sentinels in Days of Future Past. Which still a better movie than this one. I prefer First Class because it rebooted the series. Even though they're saying that it was Days of Future Past that did the technical reboot. Um, I guess I'm just not a fan of Brian Singer. And I hope he doesn't direct another X-Men film in a very long time. Uh, but if you do want to get some more readings on Apocalypse or find out more about him, you want to read... Age of Apocalypse. That's a really good book. It's a lot different than the movie because this was not a movie based on that book. Um, it basically deals with an alternate timeline and Apocalypse taking over the world. Uh, once again, it's all about the survival of Fittis. Uh There's also Executioner Song, which is okay. There is his introduction in X Factor. Also, Mr. Sinister, who was briefly shown in a cameo, is his main sidekick (laughs) in most of 
his attempts to destroy or kill the X-Men, but uh, Mr. Sinister is also a backstabber, and he does things for his own good. So that's very interesting to see. Also, you can watch X-Men 92, the X-Men show. It's not called X-Men 92, but it was made in 1992, and people refer to it as that. You'll get a better story than you did in the movie. Um, this is a brief sample of what you guys will be getting on the podcast. Um, right now, that's all I can talk about because it's just me, but we're going to get bigger, stronger, and better. And hopefully you guys tune in. Thank you. And that would conclude it. Sorry for the dead air.